Okay, yeah. before we, we, we get on with that, I want to talk about, like, I, I wanted to mention the, like, okay, so small, small sat launches. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, you, you, what know, about... you know, you know those things. Mm. No, you can explain <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah, so, okay, so small sat launches are like, um, imagine rockets, mm-hmm. but they're like mini <laughs> versions. They're like, they're like tiny rockets, right? So, like, they, 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 you know, they can still carry a ridiculous amount, but it's not as big as something like, I don't know, the Saturn V or the Space Shuttle is something Wait. a lot more small. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a quick question. Like, oh, where we are on the SN launches, like SN20 now. Okay, no. <laughs> um, so, okay, wait. So the last SN, so the last Starship launch was SN11? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was SN11, and that landed successfully. I mean, SN10. I swear I saw 15. No, 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 no. Okay, no. There's a prototype. There's a prototype. There's a bunch of SN in, like, in the making, but they haven't launched yet. So um, SN10 landed and then like exploded like 10 minutes after because there was a methane man, leak. These guys are such rookies, man. They don't know and then, and then um, SN11 launched and it landed perfectly fine. So that was like exactly. their first proper... Yeah, that was like their first proper... Um, so they were landing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now they, they 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 now they've got like so they Elon like last year when he started making the Raptor engines for this said that he wanted to achieve like a rate of production of like one Raptor engine a day, which is like ridiculous. That, that, that is crazy. And, and yesterday he tweeted that they were up like the production is up, they're like at one engine every forty eight hours or something like that. So like every two days. Which is mm-hmm. pretty, still quite crazy, but I don't know. Um, they've also moved on to BN1. So if you've seen, like, I'm pretty sure all of us have seen pictures of Starship, like the way it looks, yeah. um, at least at some point. Um, imagine that, but on a booster, that on something else. Like, what that is a booster? Like, can you make it go faster? Yeah, so, like, um, it's just, like, another, it's, like, <laughs> so usually you have rockets and they, they're in, like, most of them are in like two stages so you've got the first stage and the second stage um you have, you, if you've seen a rocket launch you'll notice that it'll go up and then when it reaches like near space the yeah, booster like down. breaks off yeah yeah, yeah. and then the yeah. other one like keeps going so yeah. that, those are the different stages so the second stage is the one that like goes into space and the first stage is like what pushes it up to like the atmosphere mm, um okay. so this what we're seeing launch right now is just the first stage so starship that we've been seeing so far is just the first stage that is meant to be on top of another thing so this rocket is literally going to be huge like it's going to be massive um, Bro, and like, they started building the booster okay so when do, we go to mars? Huh? when do we go to mars though um i think that's scheduled for 2024 24 that's so soon you know guys why i deep like if you think about it this is the decade where you might get married and have children. That's actually yeah. Crazy. That is so insane. Yeah, that's so crazy. What? That's so crazy to think about. Uh, yeah, so they started um, developing B and one, hmm. and that itself, it's like so. What they they're, they're planning to do the same thing they're doing with like the Falcon Nine. So where they launch the rocket and then the first stage will come back and land. So that's what they're doing with Falcon Nine, where it'll push it up to the atmosphere and then the second stage will carry on and then the first stage lands again they're trying to do the same thing with them um, bn1 what's the uh, difference about bn1 though 
so this is like imagine you scale it up by like a factor of 10 it's literally huge like what, it's like this, what? that big it's literally you know, yeah, it's literally massive like it's so big what yeah, the it's hell? hard to put into i don't know like imagine if you got a uh, like uh, an airbus right like you know how big they are oh, 747 yeah. right get off an airbus what do you know what an airbus looks like yes no like, they're, is there like, like a, a bus massive, that looks that flies no it's a massive plane it's like a massive 747 like have you not heard oh, so... Airbus, boeing and stuff like that yeah like a boeing what stuff. it's like it's like that's the type of planes that like the other ones it's just a massive plane gone you yeah. yeah. Yeah, what it, the it, hell? It, it's just a big. Imagine a very big plane, okay. The only so plane I've been on is right. If now. you set a seven forty seven vertically, it's only half the size of Starship. Whoa! What? It's it is massive. It is absolutely huge. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> Let me search this thing up, man. Because yeah, what the hell? I don't. I can't believe you've never seen an Airbus. How is it? Uh, I'm broke as shit, it? man. The only thing I use is right now. Have you never seen it in <laughs> films or anything? Like what? That's just an airplane, bro. No, it's oh. massive. It's it's literally a huge airplane. It, it can. It, uh, oh, is it that like that one four. that has like multiple levels? Yeah. And has like a bar inside, and you can do, bro. That that's for rich people. How do you go? You guys know that exists, man. Because <laughs> you see it. And if you go <laughs> no. like long distances, you can go. Like you, when you go to Dubai, you can go on it. Yeah. Well, for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally, yeah, yeah. like you literally just rock up to the airport with your passport, yeah. like no, oh, but like, I mean, and you I say thought, I, I want to go to Dubai. Like, no, I thought you meant like you go to Dubai and it's like an attraction or something. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah, they yeah, fly like, it's literally in London. Like it's about thirty <laughs> minutes from my house. Seriously, <laughs> nah, guys, you gotta stop caring with this. This, this ain't funny, man. Nah, stop it. I'm just, I'm just trying to learn and eat my dumplings. Come on, uh, even I'm not that dumb. Come on. No, but come on, it's Dubai. Anything is possible. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's in London. Yep, nice one. Nice no, one. yeah, Dubai is literally in London. Like, it's thirty minutes from my house. Why? Yeah. No, it's not. Okay, yeah, like, yeah we're confusing. Dubai him. is. Wait, is Dubai its own country? Wait, Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, see, I told you, it's in Arab. <laughs> it's in Arab. because uh, the thing is, my Google is in Lithuanian. And the only word that I could um, translate oh, is cool. Arab. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's oh, move, let's move. yeah, let's move on. Okay. Okay. So we were on um, Starship and how they're developing BNY. Oh, but yeah. moving aside from that, moving away from that, right? Um, so there's there's smaller companies, like um, smaller private companies, like, uh, uh, what's it? Um, Rocket Lab. How about Jeff um, Bezos' company? Yeah, you've got Blue Origin as well. And actually, there's some interesting news from them because they've been developing... So they've got a small sat launcher as well, which is called Blue Shepherd, but they don't really use it for that. Like they're developing it just for like space tourism, but it's not fully developed mm. yet. Um, but I they've got that. a really big project, which is like the biggest, like the it's pretty much the only competitor to Starship at the moment, uh, which they want to develop. It's called the New Glen, and I will not lie, it's the best looking rocket I've ever seen. Really? Um, yeah, it's so it looks so I don't know, it's just such a clean Wait, design. question. Yeah. Do you want to work for NASA? That'd be nice, but I think you can't. Like, they don't. Um, right. you can't work for any American space it's a space agency if you're not American. It's like some sort of like national security issue thing. But what if you just get a green card or a visa? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that is not as easy as it sounds in America. Ah uh-huh, man, I bet it's possible. Okay. These small sat launches, right? 
So they're basically smaller um, rockets that technically, if you want to send a smaller satellite or a smaller, I don't know, payload to uh, LEO or low Earth orbit or something like, I don't know, sun synchronous orbit, um, then you, a smaller rocket is probably better because it's like, you don't need a huge rocket to send a tiny payload. Like it's just overkill. Mm. Um, and it's more, it's like more affordable to do so with this. Wait, what are, what are they covering? Oh, so it depends what your payload, like what you're sending, but it's usually like um, satellites or stuff. Oh, I thought that that's not interesting. I thought they were sending like food to astronauts. That'd be sick. They do, they do, um, but that's they do that with bigger. Um, or like, actually, or like moon rocks. You can do that with uh, smaller satellites, actually, but it depends because the International Space Station isn't as close to Earth as it seems. Uh, it's in geostationary orbit, I think. Um, so which how is, far is that? That I don't, I, there's a measurement for this. I don't, I can't remember how far it is exactly, but I just know it's a lot further than other mm. orbits like um, low Earth orbit and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, but so that for that usually I think it's uh, ULA, so United Launch Alliance, which takes care of like mm. uh, resupply missions, which sends like food and stuff up to the International Space Station. But anyway, yeah. uh, small satellite launchers, right? We've got um, two companies in the UK which are developing their own, and I found that really cool. Um, one UK, of them, yeah, in the UK. What? I would, one of them is called. I would not expect that. Yeah, I actually didn't expect it when I read it. One of them is called Orbex, and the other one is called uh, Skyrora. And uh -huh. the the interesting, I wouldn't mention this if they didn't have like a twist. But the, the the like the twist that I found with these is that they've got a coaxial tanks. So that means that, so you know, for a rocket to work, you've got the fuel, and you so you've got the oxidizer and the fuel. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then they combine in the chamber and like the it ignites and reacts and then you get like thrust. Um, yeah. So usually uh, rockets use like, I don't know, liquid oxygen and uh, Kerodox, which is like, like it's like refined kerosene for rockets, uh, which is RP1. Like um, that's what it's called. Mm. But for these people, the, the way they do it, so instead of having two separate tanks, so one tank for the oxidizer and another tank for the um rp1 yeah what they've done is they have a tank within a tank so <laughs> imagine like i don't know how to explain it um yeah. imagine a balloon within a balloon oh mm. that's a bit weird right. wait what yeah, so, again wait, a balloon in a it, balloon is it like significantly smaller or is it like roughly the same size so you would have a smaller tank inside and then like a bigger tank on the outside but like how big is the difference if you know what i mean uh, in terms of scale, um, like it, it could vary. It depends how much. It depends what because because you can have different. Uh, oh god, this this can get really expensive really quickly. So you can have different uh, fuel richness, if that makes sense. So you can ha you can run an engine that's oxid oxygen rich, which means you're yeah. using more oxidizer, or you can run it more uh, fuel rich, so you're running it with more um, propellant, so like kerosene. So then that would like that would vary how much you carry of each. So Yo, I need, I need a diagram. I'm so confused. <laughs> so imagine a balloon, literally a balloon yeah. inside another balloon, right? So you've got a smaller balloon That's, inside yeah. a bigger balloon. But the balloon is smaller than the bigger balloon, right? Yeah. The one, yeah. The one inside is smaller than the one on the outside. No, no. Oh, now no, we mean. Like, okay, yeah. So I let's blew, say. Wait, wait, wait. It's like it's like you blow a bubble out of bubble gum and you blow another one inside. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, it's much easier to that way. <laughs> so let's say the one on the inside is carrying the 
oxidizer, which is I, I assume the way they've done it because you usually need less oxidizer. So mm. let's say the one on the inside is carrying the oxidizer. So let's just say, I don't know, liquid um, oxygen or liquid hydrogen. Yeah. Um, and then on the outside, you've got the RP1. It's yeah. just a lot cooler because like for a smaller rocket, that makes a lot more sense because you, you've made a more efficient use of the space you have available to you. You don't have to Wait, make so a What rocket, rocket are we talking about right now? Uh, both Orbex and Skyrora. These are like the... UK oh, the ones. new ones. The yeah. new ones. Yeah. Which I, I found really cool. I never expected England to get involved though. It's not something you'd think England would do. Yeah. I, Plus, I, the I companies know. sound like some gaming companies, not building <laughs> rockets. Like the UK's putting through. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you. I suppose, because like, it would have been a lot easier for the UK. I mean, these are private companies, so it's not like the UK government said, like, yeah, let's yeah. invest in this, right? It's like someone that just had a ridiculous amount of money, kind of like Elon Musk. So um, because it's a private, uh, private company, like, it's not funded by the government. It's just funded by investors and shareholders and, like, the actual... Um, owner of the company so it's kind of like Elon Musk becoming I mean Elon SpaceX is different because they've actually signed contracts with NASA to like partner with them so NASA's like kind of funded them and NASA is funded by the government so it's a bit different with them but um, Skyward like I don't get it so if, you, if you're I don't know let's say you're um, you're someone that wants to send a payload to space right and you're British it's a yeah. lot simpler for you to just um, buy um to buy a plate like buy like buy a ride with one of these private companies so like electron um like you can send your stuff up on electron which is a rocket by rocket lab um you can literally just buy a place on their rocket to send your payload you wouldn't have to like start a whole company to just send payloads up so i don't know but i mean it's pretty cool that the uk is getting involved and like people in the uk are deciding to do this so well watch russia get involved in all this is going to be another space race man russia's already involved but like so but like i mean russia is kind of like just the suya's missions it's not like it, it's like their nasa it's not like you don't really get private companies in the in russia i, I don't mean, think I, I don't think you get any private companies in russia like to do with anything. yeah i don't uh, yeah i don't think so because i mean it just ends up being owned by the, by the government right so communism yeah yeah it just ends up getting owned by the company so you can't really start a private company hmm. yeah yeah, the, we haven't spoken about this as well. Um, the Chinese Martian rover has also landed. What is that? Is that a Chinese rocket? Uh, no, so you know Mars, like the Mars yeah. rovers and stuff. So China's launched their own and it landed like, uh, I think two weeks ago. Oh, um, okay. But it just didn't get as much like recognition because it's China. China likes to be a bit quiet with everything. Quiet. Yeah. Well, we... talking about space, should we talk about black holes and what they are and how they work? Justin, I think oh, you no. should hit it off with this because... Wait, That's wait. Let me hit off. Let me let me hit off the first subject of black holes. Mm-hmm. So basically, last year was the first time we ever took a picture of a black hole. That was twenty seventeen. What? <laughs> that was twenty twenty. There's no way. I remember it going crazy. Wait. Well, the first pic of a black hole taken. You trying to you trying to question me? Do you remember what happened in second? Oh, April twenty seventeen. <laughs> when was the first? Wait, wait, wait. When was the first pic of a of a black hole? Justin, this guy thought wait. that some country was in the middle of Europe. We can't trust him. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. No, it says April tenth on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year? What year? Read the year. Maybe, maybe like maybe like twenty nineteen. It literally said April 2017. Yeah, but my source tells me 2019. Oh, it's probably 
a bad source because it says interestingengineering.com. <laughs> that answers your question. Okay. It was 27. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more question. One more question. I bet you don't know who took the picture, though. Justin. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, I don't actually don't know. It's Katie Bowman, man. How do you know? Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Oh, do you I even know? know she went to my you... school the other day, yeah. I know <laughs> Wait, do you guys actually know? No, like, yeah. Justin, do you know of her? No, I actually haven't heard of her. Seriously? No, I actually haven't. You call yourself a scientist, man. <laughs> I just... Okay, no, but, yeah, so, it's... So, the thing is, right, and I found this the other day, but like it has nothing to do with black holes, but I'll get onto it later. Um, mm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but I just feel like it, should, it needs to be shared because I don't, I have never met someone that knew this like prior to me telling them. But galaxies have all of them have a uh, supermassive black hole at the center of them. So it's um, I don't know how to describe it. So that the reason why like the center of galaxies are so bright and people like you look at a picture of a galaxy and you're like okay but the center is like the brightest part and there is yeah. a reason for that and that's because it's the accretion disk of the black hole so what like does that mean? so the accretion that you've got like different sections to the black hole right so the accretion disk is the um, it's like this disk of matter that surrounds the black hole so from that picture that uh, we saw from black hole in 2017 the orange bit yeah so like the bright parts of the black hole like you will only really see a black hole be if it has an accretion disk right so then the accretion disk is like the the matter that orbits around the um the black hole itself so you've got like these asteroids and all that stuff like orbiting mm. around the black hole that's what you would normally associate with the black hole it's either that or if it doesn't have an accretion disk you'll usually see the light around it so the light around the event horizon get like warped or like disturbed and that's because like it's called gravitational lensing so um uh black holes have such like strong gravitational fields that they literally bend light. So that's where light can't go in it. Uh, like it, no, does, it, can, it, it can't come like out. It doesn't go out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so um, Whoa, light wait. can get trapped in black holes and it just won't come out. That's why you can't see it, right? Exactly. That is why you can't see. So, it. so we're orbiting. Space. So we're orbiting a black hole right now. Yes. I thought black. I thought we move further away from the middle of the universe, don't we? If we expand. Yeah, the universe is like not the center of the universe because, like, I don't. I mean, you know, what I mean, I love like the sun. Yeah, yeah, like. Or where it. No, is, yeah. we're not moving away from like we're no, we're not moving away from the sun. What but, are we moving uh, away from? Like just expanding. Nothing in general. Like um, the galaxies are moving further away from each other, um, oh. because the universe keeps expanding, and like there's a whole the, the different theories about why it's happening. But some people say it's dark, uh, dark um, matter or dark energy because like they're different things, but yeah. they don't really have. If a lot of information on that but it's like I don't know how to explain it the expansion rate of the universe is faster than the speed of light oh so, wow what this is why wait but I swear the speed so, of light is the fastest thing there is yeah but that's for like moving things it's like I don't know how to explain it so if you basically if you manage to get I don't know a, a vessel a vehicle that could move at the speed of light and yeah. you tried to like leave our galaxy right and go yeah, to a neighboring yeah. galaxy, you mm. wouldn't be able to do that. Wait, but because you no. wouldn't be able to catch up with the with the expansion rate of the universe. So literally, you you literally wouldn't be moving. So we're not where we can't ever if, get out yeah. of our own galaxy. Yeah, like wait, but if the universe is expanding, yeah, yeah, does it necessarily mean that the space between us is expanding, or there's new things being added? Uh, both. 
It's like, what the hell? It's, really no, it's, cool. like, it's like stretching. It's like, okay, think of it as um, a fabric. Think of it as um, a stretchy fabric. Yeah. So you're just like, imagine like it's not tense, like you've just left it there. Well, what's and then imagine that you're picking it up and you're stretching it. That's kind of what's happening. Wait, but, but isn't there, what are you stretching it into? And isn't there a limit to how much? It's not, it's not stretching into anything. It's kind of just stretching. Because a lot of people think it's like filling a container or something. But it's not, but, um, it's not that. Does it? But if you stretch something, does it? Doesn't it have a limit to how much it can be stretched? No, because he said, imagine it's not like yeah. elastic. People like there is a th- like there's different theories of how the universe will end, and one of them is like the big rip, and it's like apparent like eventually you'll get like a rip in space time, like the fabric of space time because it stretches too fast. But like that's probably the le- the most the most likely theory of how the universe will end um is probably heat death. Which is What's very that? sad and it's like very depressing to um, talk about. But there's um there's a great like documentary on Melody Sheep on YouTube. It's a channel called Melody Sheep, and I swear to God, it's called the the video is called um, a time lapse into the future or something like that. It's like forty minutes long and it's mm-hmm. narrated by people like um, David Attenborough and oh, I forgot this physicist's name. David Attenborough, British. let's go! What a legend! Is it Attenborough? A, uh, also Adam. Neil deGrasse Tyson and there's this oh what's this guy's name? Neil deGrasse Tyson sounds like a fire, but then I found out is... he's actually a scientist, <laughs> which was yeah, just so depressing. I, was like, um, I forgot his guy's name, but it's, it's narrated by a ridiculously good group of people. Um, and it's it explains heat death. So heat death is basically, um, eventually, the whole concept behind this is that eventually all of the hydrogen within stars and stuff will get used up, right? So mm. from fusion. And then, you know, it'll scale up to heavy, heavier elements like helium, and then you'll get silicon. It, it gets to silicon, and then you can't fuse anything higher than that. Um, and then the stars will start to lose brightness, and they start to lose because they're not fusing anything, so they're not releasing as much energy. So they'll mm. turn from... When that happens, usually, when they when you burn all the helium, I mean, all the um, hydrogen, what stars usually do is that they expand, like like up to three times their... their is this the star life cycle thingy? Yeah, yeah, it's like the star life cycle. It's the, the star cycle. Yeah. So star our sun, yeah. our sun eventually, when it can, like uses up all of its uh, hydrogen, it will expand up to like three times its own size currently. So yeah. the orbits of um, Mercury, Venus, um, and Earth, and Earth will be like in the sun. So that's why how that's how Earth is going to end basically. Earth Pretty theory. much. Yeah, we like in the time lapse of like of the universe, we kind of die within like the first two seconds, um, oh, <laughs> which is very depressing. But yeah, no. So like all these stars will like turn into red hyper uh, red uh, red giants, and then like they kind of just condense down to like uh, either brown dwarfs or red dwarfs, and these are just like really tiny like stars that are like slowly losing their heat, so they're le- yeah. they're, they're giving off less and less light. So eventually, if this starts to happen to all of the different stars, right, and yeah. they're collapsing into like smaller bodies and they radiate less light then if you have no light then you have no heat and if you have no heat then nothing can live and that's Wait, really can I ask a question yeah if the universe ends will there be nothing yeah like literally that that yeah. it gets to that it gets to that point wait 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 so everything imagine like all of the stars eventually die out it, yeah. it all just becomes dark like literally at no point in the universe will you be able to find anything with light because the stars have died out and there's nothing that will make new light if that makes sense no, there's like no rocks floating about like no the big bang can't happen again 
yeah, so you will have a bunch of like black holes still like lurking around because eventually uh, the stars will collapse into black holes and you'll have a bunch of black holes like dying, flowing around. Uh, and then due to Hawking radiation, those black holes will evaporate. So um, let me just explain Hawking radiation really quick because I feel like a lot of people have mentioned it, but they don't really explain it. So Hawking radiation is like, so imagine you've got like this, um, oof, oof, it's going uh, to be hard to explain. But like, Go so you've got a uh, quantum like field that keeps making so it keeps um i don't know how to explain it but it's like try go and try oh okay you can explain it the best imagine 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 a pool right yes yeah and you're constantly like making waves in it at the peaks of those like waves imagine that you've made um a particle antiparticle like pair yeah right so that's what happens. So whenever you excite the quantum field, you make um, a particle antiparticle pair. Um, and if that happens around um, a black hole, like around the event horizon, the event horizon of a black hole is like the uh, the point where it actually becomes black, like the actual circle bit. Yeah. Right. So if you if that happens at the edge, right, you have the chance. You run the chance of one of those particles being absorbed by the black hole, and the other one just like being left off, like not being. And absorbed. does that matter if it's the uh, odd one out or if it's the? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter because event, like so that what that means is that eventually that black hole is going to be radiating away. It's going to be like if that happens a bunch of times around the accretion disk. I mean the um around the event horizon, the yeah. black hole will eventually evaporate. So that obviously takes a ridiculous amount of time to happen. Um, I think it was uh, it was yeah, it was Stephen Hawking who came up with that. That's why it's called oh, wow. Hawking radiation. Um, yeah. So eventually, all of these black holes, uh, roaming the universe will like evaporate. And then you'll literally just have a sea of like particles and they will all decay eventually because all the particles decay. Uh, they will all decay into protons because protons are like the most stable uh, subatomic particle. So you'll literally have like the whole universe will literally just be a bunch of protons everywhere. And then eventually they'll decay into like energy and that's about it. And then that's heat death and it's very depressing. Question, <laughs> could, could our universe, it, could our universe, like I was thinking here, Imagine if our universe has already happened, but it's died, and our universe is a rebirth of another universe. So that means there were life forms before, and we're like a second generation, or maybe even like twentieth generations of. Yeah, I feel I feel that as well. That's, so obviously, heat death is only one of the theories of how the universe can end, because obviously you yeah. don't know. There's still a ridiculous amount of stuff that we don't know. Um, yeah. But there's another theory that the universe will eventually stop like stretching, and then it will start to like collapse on itself. It will start to like contract. Um, mm. and oh. it will go back to, and th- this one kind of makes sense it's like uh, I think it's called like the big bounce or something like that or like oh, sorry so what did you say big what? like the big, big bounce bounce. or something like that big bounce <laughs> something Bam. along those lines so eventually it will, like the, the, the whole concept of it is that it will like start to contract again and it'll start yeah. to collapse on itself and eventually it will go back to be to being that hot dense singularity it was but just before the big bang right and then, it, and because of all that matter being crammed together, it will it will like explode again. So you'll have like the the theory behind this is that there's been different. There's been a number of different universes before ours yeah. that keep like exploding into the Big Bang, so expanding and then collapsing back on itself and then expanding again and that. Couldn't there possibly be like someone from a former universe that have survived and are still? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. And are still like around. Because they could have developed their technology so far that they could have avoided the end of their universe and continued living into our universe. But I think if that was possible, if they were that advanced, they'll be able to contact us. 
But maybe they just don't like us because we're stupid enough right now. Yeah, no, but we don't, just, they don't know that. I mean, I feel like there's some things that you can get over and some things you just can't get over. Like the entire canvas where you live, like the entire universe just collapsing on itself. I don't see how you can avoid that. Yeah, That's but true. we we never know, you know. They might have. I mean, hidden, yeah, the universe is great. It's like a massive place, and you know, they might have hidden to uh, a pocket Where? dimension or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nice. but and then nice. I saw, I saw, I saw this also this theory. Yeah, that imagine that all the aliens and stuff like that have their own organization, like a UN of sorts of the oh, universe. Okay, but we're just we're just not fully developed enough to be able to enter it. And they're just looking over us until we're able to enter it. We're like children. Wait, are you talking about Area 51? <laughs> no, I think this guy just said there's a NATO for aliens. <laughs> maybe. No, because maybe, maybe they view us as children and not fully developed enough to be able I to mean, join yet. I can see why they uh, like, consider you as a child. But I don't see I, why they can consider Wait, no, no. But that, that, that's not a point here. And you know those sightings that we see of like UFOs, they might be checking up on us, seeing how we're doing. Yeah, but yeah, you don't yeah, know if they're real, you know. They're taking care of us. We're yeah. yeah. The spying exactly. They've got, they got nothing better to do, yeah. They <laughs> may be just, they might have, they might be really good and have nice morals. You never know. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, I really do. Yeah. Wait, by the way, this wasn't my theory. I saw it on YouTube, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most reliable any, source of information. By any chance, was it by space one two three dot com? Might have been. I don't know. I just, I just saw it. Okay. It was. I found Love it that. interesting. Accurate, enough. accurate, accurate space facts one two three. Love that. Dora dot com. <laughs> no, not even dot com. They can't afford the dot com domain. Like <laughs> dog. It's just dot org. Dot 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 net. Now they don't. They can't. They can't. It's just dot com. Dot com. Also, um, we I saw this right today, and apparently Singapore is like the first country to like allow the um, production of like synthetic meat. Soldier Boy did it or first. something along those lines. <laughs> so like <laughs> basically they've so they've there's a company that has managed to so they, what they've done is they've taken a single cell from a chicken. Yeah. And then they've like let that cell divide and they fed it with like, I don't know, corn and like soy extracts or something. They and fed a, a cell corn. And eventually um it's like developed into like um like a blob of like minced chicken meat. Oh, and it, I, I, I I saw it like you, you like you see I was reading through it right and you see it actually there and it's just like I, I, it's so crazy because like you don't it doesn't develop and you don't it doesn't develop bone it's literally yeah. just like a blob Me- of like chicken. they took yeah. a cell just a yeah cell. so like they took a single cell from obviously because you, you can get mitosis and stuff and like, reproduce it yeah. so they took a single live cell from a chicken like a healthy chicken and then yeah. they've like multiplied it. To the point where it's made actual tissue, and then they've kept multiplying that until you, they've got like a blob of meat. And it's actually yeah. edible. Yeah, and it's edible. Like... So like they they've oh. opened a restaurant um, in Singapore where they they sell that. They literally sell that. Um, you know, there's the, something. The chicken very... meat comes from that. So like, if if this like gets funding or like it's fully developed, like I don't know to what extent this is like a viable option, right? So I don't know if this is like better than the factory, the like the fa- factory farm farms and stuff like that, but um. 
if so you don't get any like growth hormones in the meat you won't get any like useless amount of antibiotics in the meat um mm. it's literally just chicken and because they, they don't make i don't know bones or eyes or stuff or feathers then you don't have any waste product so it's also efficient it sounds in i mean it sounds but there's something it's something is very off-putting to know that your meat came from a lab though yeah but then again it's also off-putting to know that it's contributing to like over 90 percent of global warming so and animal cruelty. you know what but you never know because like it, it was made in a lab so like anything could happen but we so. have the coronavirus like um thingy jab and we don't know how reliable that is that people are still using it yeah well yeah. jokes on you i still don't have it so neither i don't do have it either you know. no but okay no so like this so is obviously complete- it's new it's new technology like this is a new thing right so obviously it's not going to be like mass produced tomorrow so it still needs to be like looked into but like what i'm saying is that there is a restaurant that actually sells this type of meat in singapore so it's like it, it if it is you know a viable option then it's more sustainable for, it's an actual sustainable source of getting meat um it involves no animal cruelty and it doesn't contribute to um either deforestation trying to make you know new uh, farms for like chickens and stuff and it doesn't release any sort of like greenhouse gases into the atmosphere so yeah, if this is an actual thing and you if you can replicate this with stuff like i don't know fish or you can replicate this with uh beef right so with cattle you've eliminated cattle farming right and that is incredible like but this all depends on whether it's uh, if it's a viable thing but like from from what it looks like now it looks like it is because you know there's an actual restaurant that's selling this but then we're gonna get overrun by like chicken and cows nope oh my god because like imagine the amount of cows we're gonna have now no, the, the problem will be getting rid of all of the ones that we have currently, right? So that will be an issue. It's like like we've we've established the industry of like cattle farming and stuff the same way we've established the industry for like oil and petrol. So and it's not something that you're not going to be able to like switch off overnight. You, yeah, because yeah, so it's going to be uh, the like economy will money. Take, yeah, the economy yeah. will take like uh, a really big impact. So you're going to have to like ease off it the same way we're easing off like petrol and fossil fuels and stuff and like, like electric cars. Like, Cadillac converters and stuff like that. But I mean, it's a a really good sign that there's development actually being, like, made. There's progress being made. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about eating lab chicken, though. But you, like, eat, like, like, chicken with, like, chemicals in it. Yeah, but who says I don't get my own fish and chicken? Even if you do, it doesn't matter. Where if you get if you get your fish from the ocean, it's got mercury in it, bro. It what? It doesn't matter where you get the fish from. It's got mercury. No, who says? Oh who says God. I don't have a lake in my country where does, I grow does my he own not get, fish? Does he not get what we're talking about, Justin? No, I don't think he gets it. Basically, there's mercury already in the fish. You don't put it in the production process. You already find it. But what if what if I take a lake and I grow yeah. fish there? Without yeah, any, yeah, you water them every day. No, no, like I, I feed them and stuff, and <laughs> make sure they don't be exposed to like plastic. They turn into jellyfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, but that's that's not that's not tasty. But if I raise my own chicken, then obviously, yeah. I don't have any it, harm it, of any chemicals. Okay, no, but if you're, it, it, but this is the same problem that everyone else got runs into. If you're, if you, if you have your your own, like I don't know, like four or five chickens at home, then that's fine. Right? Yeah. But if, you, if you're trying to do this at a mass scale, then you've got to, like, clean all of the feces from the animals. Um, yeah, that's not that you, hard. You just don't clean. No, and if you can't be asked, 
then you're going to have to, if you can't be awesome, you're going to have a bunch of bacteria um, present and you can't be selling food, uh, food with bacteria in it. So what do you do? Like you, you, you pump anti- antibiotics into the, into the, into the animal. You said and that's you what happens. What? Oh, I thought you were talking about like local people just growing their own chicken. No, he said mass scale, mass production. Oh, oh no, oh. it's a mass production. That's the problem with it. Yeah. Because like if you, they, they do that with, um, so you learn this. This is, okay, so a lot of people make fun of ESS, but I genuinely really enjoy it because it, it opens your eyes to a lot of stuff. So with stuff like salmon, right? Yeah. If they're, if they're raising them in fisheries, which are literally like, imagine like a big net in the ocean and then you put like a bunch of salmon in it. Controlled and, fish farms. Yeah. So th- that's what happens. Like you get a bunch of feces at the end of, at the bottom of the net and no one's going to go there down there and clean it. So you start yeah. to get like a uh, water lice and a bunch of bacteria. So what they do is they just put a bunch of antibiotics into the food. They feed the fish. Yeah. So you're eating, you're eating that, like you're, like you're eating the fish that has been pumped with all that stuff. So it's just, well, like, I didn't know is, that. It really, is it really any better for you to eat literally a chicken? It's literally chicken. It's just because it was made in a lab, but it's literally chicken. You know what literally... guys, like go vegan, there's less <laughs> No, no one cares about meat anymore. No, so, but literally, I don't know why after they, doing ESS, like being vegan has become a serious consideration. Like, really? I don't think I'm going to become I vegan. Think... vegetarian. I don't know. I can't it's like, survive without milk. I always tell myself that, but like, like I, I don't know you why, but can. it's just because of ESS, I'm not allowed to look at meat the same way or like certain things the same way. Because mm. like we went, we went, we went on Saturday, right? We went to the OG, right? Yeah, we walked past the past the wasabi spot, right? And yeah, and Yola said, "Oh yeah, let's get some sushi." And I just wasn't able to look at sushi the same way because I know. Oh my god, really? What... Bailey has that much of an impact on you? Yeah, it it does. It actually does. That's Bro. crazy. Sushi, I tried the sushi there. It right? was actually really good. It was really tasty. Yeah, but like if you saw where it came from, then you would be saying. And that. you don't have to. You don't have to get salmon sushi. You can literally get like. No, but uh, you don't any have... fish. It's literally any seafood. No, you don't. I mean, you don't get fish sushi. There's like different types of sushi sushi there. Uh, Is it vegetarian? Yeah, it's vegetarian sushi. Yeah, you can get like the one where it's literally just like I don't know, rice, cucumber, and avocado, right? So that's yeah, that one's actually not that bad. It's uh, not but bad. is that a California roll or something? I don't know. But yeah, like in terms, of, and then if even if you're gonna have, um, let's say there's this like species of fish, right? That is like. Yeah immune to bioaccumulation so it's got no mercury in it it's got no like plastic um like particles in it organic matter building up yeah let's just say you've got like this perfect species of fish even eating that means that you've probably had to kill a bunch of like because you because of bycatch you've had to kill a bunch of other species that you weren't meant to catch yeah so it it comes it all comes back to like this whole fair trade thing and like the mcs thing where they can label products as being sustainably farmed and whatever when it's really not and because no one enforces the law in you know in the it's ocean hard to, it's hard to enforce you can't there's, like, there's no boundaries. yeah exactly what are you going to do like have police roaming the ocean and like when you catch the fish like they're going to be dead anyway do you know what i mean yeah exactly there's nothing you can do oh yeah just drive it no like, yeah like, throw them back in the ocean nice one yeah yeah you throw them back in the ocean and they like magically just like become back alive, alive. Yeah. yeah that's why i like fish guys okay so in conclusion Black holes are crazy, and you Don't become vegan. Um, oh, <laughs> quick, quick fact about black holes. If you're in a black hole, the light reflects so much, refracts or reflects, you can see the back of your head. That's true. Really? That's true. Yeah, and okay, now I have to got to go. All right, bye.
Bye. Happy Sao, guys. <laughs> <laughs>